Testing, testing, one, two, three. Hi there. My name's Calixte, and this is the Calixte Project. I don't know how you found this podcast or where you came from, but listen, I made a podcast. It's 2022. Who doesn't have one now? I made one. This is episode one. Let's talk about that. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Hello, hello. Okay, so, right off the bat, this is weird. This is very, very weird for me. And this may, hopefully, be entertaining, interesting, maybe exciting for you. But for me, this is very... mm, I'm a little scared. I'm not gonna lie. I never thought I'd be doing anything like this. I'm 23. I, I wouldn't expect myself at 22 to be doing something like this, but here we are. Uh, it, things just happen, and um, I'm okay with it. Um, but we're going to try doing this out, um, and you're going to have to bear with me. Um, again, new to this, this should be a ride for you and me. Or... If you're just coming back and wanting to see the beginning of how this chaos started, cool. Uh, There's not much here, but have fun. Um, So with that being said, again, welcome. Um, My name is Calixte, and this is my podcast. I'm calling it the Calixte Project because one, my name is Calixte, and two, this is more of a project. And... A lot of podcasts I've been seeing have the end podcast on it. And it's very, yeah, I know that's what I'm here for, you know, and it's kind of redundant. So like, it's like, mm, I, I don't know. It's it's weird to just add podcast onto a podcast. It's like making a Marvel movie like Spider-Man, Spider-Man the movie or spider-man just movie it's it's like okay yeah i know this is a movie you don't have to tell me so that is why i am going with project this is a project so with that being said again um what to expect from this um you're gonna expect a lot of Uh, personal opinions thoughts randomness chaos disorder and hell um you're gonna experience a variety of feelings emotions and interpretations this is going to be either a joy ride or a thrill ride or a hell ride so let's see which one it is and i'm hoping it goes well for you and me So, who is me? Who am I? Why am I? Flick stays the name. Um, Podcasting is the game. I don't know. Listen, first thing you need to know about me is I'm from a predominantly white state. Um, Which state that is? 
it's Utah. I am living in the lovely, lovely, lovely state of Utah. Um, beautiful nature, beautiful uh, national parks and beautiful scenery. And so many cool things here in this state, but not so many cool people. So Utah people are kind of, well, Utahns, Utah people, Utahns are interesting. Um, it's like Utah is a bubble. Utah is very much a bubble and it's surrounded by a mountain range that kind of just paves it away from the rest of society and the rest of what's going on. I mean, we can, we still pop culture, movies, you know, we get everything, but there's, we've always been kind of seen as the outcasts of the Wild West. We've always been seen as the, what the goddamn hell are they doing? Um, that's how I feel like Utah has been seen um, throughout history. And that's been interesting. But what's more interesting is being black in Utah. Being black in Utah has been a very, very, very interesting experience. So that's something I will be talking about today um because that is the best introductory i can think of for doing something like this first time first time around um this is uh that's that's where i feel like starting um and that's my choice so i'm a black man in utah it's i don't know if you can tell my by voice but i am black and it's always been weird for me because I never grew up around other black people. I never did. Um, the only other black person I knew my entire life was my sister. And she can, she will say the same thing. She feels as white as me, if not whiter. Why? Because we were raised by white people. We were befriended and surrounded by white people in a suburban community. It was yeah that's how i grew up and i grew up in the i grew up in the lds church but i uh, i currently don't attend i'm more inactive that is for later 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 but something interesting um but like it's it's been interesting growing up black in utah i i i have so many strange encounters so many weird looks so many weird stories that have happened in my life because of the color of my skin because i have more melanin than the common uton and that's been interesting to grow up with so i will be telling you some of those things that i have grown up with being black in utah and what it's been like for me personally and i know this isn't for you know, a lot of other black people can't relate to this, and that is totally okay. It's totally fine. I'm not sharing our whole collected experience. I'm just talking about mine personally. If you relate to this, cool. Welcome to the we don't know what race we are, but we're here to party club. And if you don't relate to any of this, that's a okay. I hope you like listening to my voice. And uh, yeah, so with that being said, let's. Let's talk about what life was like, is like, and hopefully will soon not be like in Utah. It's been, it's been very interesting. So 
to start, I wasn't born in the States. No, I was born in a third world country, and um, that is what I will say, but I was born in a third world country, and I have lived here, I was adopted when I was two years old, and I've lived here all my life, and uh, this is all I know. Uh, people ask me, would you ever go back? Would you ever want to see your parents? Do you ever... I always get a lot of those kind of questions. It's very, I know this sounds personal, but I'm gonna ask you anyways. It's been kind of weird growing up with, but it's allowed me to answer these questions and give people who have less melanin a, a, a little peek into my world as a Negro. It's just a little peek, but um, I, I, I tell them because I also know nobody else will. So, why not do that here? So, anyways, I get asked all these questions. I've lived here all my life. I've only grown up with white friends, and it's been interesting. I'll tell you this, uh, the story, we will, we will talk about that later, so stay tuned if you want to hear about it. But, first grade something that happened to me and that will never happen to most people in utah in first grade this is collect day fresh out of kindergarten super excited to be starting first grade with the big kids uh my first grade teacher was racist and i don't use that word lightly i don't use that word commonly i i don't believe every little interaction every little thing can be racist and people will say something and it's automatically racist i don't believe that i i believe context and i really believe that some people are just innocently m m saying something they shouldn't be saying and i i can forgive that so but no my first grade teacher she was legitimately racist and it was interesting because I loved this woman. I loved her to death. And uh, she always gave me the stink eye. She always viewed me differently and talked to me differently than the other kids. That was a big thing. And it was always, she, I never got a sense that she cared, but she cared about all my other friends. And they gave, she gave them the time of day and she gave me none. So. That was something I experienced in the first grade, um, which caused a snowball effect of other things to happen throughout my life. But that was kind of the one of one of the first experiences that was just a reminder of what I look like, and I've grown up with that ever since. That's that. Something on a positive note is that. I I love being black. I, I love I love being black. Um like listen. It's it's so cool. Listen, then it is so cool that I cannot sunburn. Like I've gotten a little tan before when I was uh, uh biking with the scouts and we were just being bros out in the mountains, dude. And uh, I was I was biking at, at Boy Scouts and I got a tan, but I've never gotten sunburn. And sometimes I will even look down at my skin and go, what the fuck, dude? Like, what? Wait, wait, what? I'm black? What? Have I always looked like this? Who, who's going to tell? 
Oh yeah, I've, I, 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 I have looked like this. I always have. And it's it can be a little jarring, and a lot of people would never, never understand what that feels like. Um, that <laughs> it's, ooh, yeah, that's 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 been something interesting. So I love my skin color, though. I love being black. It's it's it, uh, scars, dude. Scars are cooler on me. I have I have a few scars on my arm, not for any particular reason, but cats. Um, but I have these cool cool scars on my arm. Tattoos. I, I I have a tattoo, and I didn't think black would look good on black skin. But let me tell you. Night Owls. I guess that's what I'm going to call you, my Night Owls. Listen, it looks pretty good. And I, I always made the joke. People made the joke to me. Honor, permanent marker. It's not showing on your skin. Yeah, I've heard that joke a million times. I literally just said it a minute ago. Come on now. I, I, uh, I always, I even believed that for a long time, that if I had a tattoo, it wouldn't show up. And even if it did, it would fade after a while quicker than it would for white people. But so far, what I've learned is that's not true at all. And that's pretty cool. So that's, that's kind of that. Being black is cool, but it has been interesting growing up and hearing things and and seeing things from a different perspective. Um, something funny that has always, always, always happened growing up was uh, nobody in the scenario, in the scenario, nobody likes being picked last in gym class. Nobody likes being picked last to play in a team of two of volleyball or or play uh, dodgeball or or basketball soccer all the sports you played in the gym growing up you, they always split you up into two teams they had one captain for each team and the captains would get to choose their players choose your teammates and if you were picked last well that's going to sting forever that's I, I i and i i mourn for you i mourn for every single person who has been picked last um but i'm the opposite because with being black especially with the sport of basketball it's assumed that i got hops and let me tell you i don't have hops i don't so people the jocks, the big ooh, guys would uh, pick me first and go, Connor, dude, I know you got the hops. I see your Jordans. These are Adidas. I see your Jordans. I see them in your closet. I know you're not wearing them, but I see them. I know you got hops. Do a little hop for me. And I'm like, I, I don't. I, I this, is a, this is a bad decision and you're going to regret this. But you know what? Let's see how this plays out. Why not, Brad? I'll be your teammate. I'll be your co-captain. Let's do this thing. Let's play some b-ball. And then not even less than five minutes into the game, they realized this was a mistake. God damn it, what was I thinking? And that's been something interesting growing up with, always being picked first because of stereotypes. And that's always been kind of funny. That's been kind of funny. So, um there's been that but one of the biggest things i've learned about being black is in utah you really are sheltered and closed out from the rest of the world i grew up 
seeing black people in the media, seeing how people react to black people doing things and just I've seen it from an outsider perspective and I've seen it from Fox News's perspective because unfortunately growing up that's what was playing in the house and um, I've grown up with that so my perception of black people has kind of evolved into well black people must be must be violent must black people must be aggressive and uh and mean and you know angry and just rude people i i i developed these stereotypes about people who look like me and are my same race but i've developed these thoughts that are not true and i've told it to myself um and that's oof that's that's been interesting to deal with all my life but um so that and just having to like compare myself to these skinny, white, tall, handsome, chiseled BYU chosen sons of God. It's it's been it's been bad for my self-image because I'm nothing like that. Um, it, I'm nothing like that. Um, I had my growth spurt in like great maybe six and it was cool looking down at other people and, and looking down at people and just i'm bigger than you i'm blocking the doorway you can't get through but like it was cool being tall for a while and then junior high happened and then i don't know what happened in junior high i don't know if there was a drug everyone was passing around to make everyone taller even the girls i don't know what was happening but everyone shot up like a beanstalk everyone just grew and here i am uh i had to do it to impose here i am still my same height and i'm like you know what it's okay it's okay because they just got theirs and i know or i've been told that black people go through maturity and puberty and all that fun stuff faster I'm still not 100% true, so if somebody could tell me if that is true, that'd be interesting to know. But with this preconception, I thought my my growth will come later, and you know what? When it does come later, it will be awesome. I will be tall, I will be hunk, I will be a big old hunk, uh, a chocolate man sculpted by the gods. That's what I will be like, um, hopefully before I'm 23 hopefully and um and what happened well i kind of stayed that same height growing up i i uh I, I i never grew not not even a half an inch not even a quarter of an inch i just nope uh, my body said why why do you think you're gonna get any taller you don't got you don't got hops you don't got game you don't deserve height and I was like, okay, cool. So I'm gonna have to live with this for a while. And I accepted it. And and when it when it came to my realization, I accepted that. But then in high school, ooh, uh, my my self-image of my height and my and my skin color, ooh, that was a time. I will tell you about that in a later podcast. So, but for now. It's been transformative. It's been interesting. So, 
another thing, side note, let's pin this conversation about what it's like being African-American in Utah for a minute, because I just want to address something right out of the bat, right, right out of the gate, right, like a, like a bat out of hell. I want to address this right quick. I have ADD. Now, ADD is like the ugly stepsister of ADHD, and I know they, they've called it something else. I don't know what it's called. It, uh, it's like ADHDC, vitamin C, it's, it's ADHD something, um, because they're kind of combining all of the A's together, um, and you know, cool, but I still like being ADD. Anyone who can relate, we're ADD. We're not this new thing. We're ADD. And what makes us ADD? Well, we forget a ton. We uh, go on tangents, ramble. We get distracted by the smallest thing, the smallest little movement. Squirrel. Um, we get so confused, lost, distracted, and and it's a uh, life is just a little harder for us and it's almost like most people who are ADD feel or fear that they are autistic when they don't have Asperger's they just have ADD and unlike ADHD we are not super hyper we are not super attentive and talkative and outgoing we are just ADD is ADHD for introverts that's that's the real deal and it's it's been interesting trying to be a quiet person in a loud world so that is a clarification because i just if i ever go on another tangent or if i just go down a rabbit hole forever now you know why so with that being said i have add it's really cool anyone who else has it Welcome to a club. Where did my keys go? Um, so that's what that's like. Um, yeah. So, anyways. Um, but let's get to a. I'm gonna get a little more serious on this note because this is kind of a thing I don't really like talking about lightly, and there are gonna be things in this podcast that I don't talk about lightly, that I'm not going to shy away from. I'm going to talk about topics that make me uncomfortable. I'm going to talk about topics that make me squirm thinking about it, but I still want to talk about it and create this open communication and and windmill of learning and education and just thoughts. I, I, I kind of want to be the man on the soapbox collecting ideas and collecting thoughts. So that's what this is for. So I'm not going to shy away from, should I say, dark, gloomy topics. I'm not going to do that. Uh, what? Do you see Joe Rogan doing that? Okay, maybe, but no. So we're going to talk about serious stuff on this podcast. First serious thing I want to talk about is uh, related to being black in Utah. Nobody will understand the fear of getting pulled over. Nobody will uh, nobody will understand that unless you're a minority or unless you're black. I guarantee 98, 99% of black people are terrified and have nightmares about getting pulled over 
And I genuinely don't think white people will know how scary that is. And that is okay. And that is okay. But here's the thing. If you can accept that that is my reality, then good job, bucko. Good on you. You've earned your stars. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for your empathy. But if you do not understand why and don't get it, or I've even been told this, but my uncle, but but my uncle, but my uncle is a cop, and he's he's a nice he's a nice man. He 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 helps people. He saved the dog last week. He 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 wants to do good for his community. I I I I love my uncle, and he, he's a cop. He pulled me over once, and he said, "I'm just pulling you over to f to mess with you, buddy." My uncle's a cop. Cool, cool. I'm I'm glad your uncle's a cop. That's really cool for you. I know cops. I've, I've met cops before. And a lot of them are really nice. A, a lot of cops are good. I won't say the majority, but I'm going to say a lot of cops are good. Unfortunately, it's the bad apples that spoiled the whole applesauce. The whole apple juice. The whole apple pie. It was those bad, rotten apples that it for everyone so so that's why and it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter hmm, how do I say this because it's I don't know I will just end by saying this I personally as a black man in Utah am terrified of getting pulled over because I fear that they may be my last moment on Earth. Um, I fear that may be the last person I see, the last moment of my life. Um, looking down the barrel of a cop's gun because I refused to, or, or even because if, you know what, I'll say, even if I refused to talk and address the officer, and if I wanted to use my right to remain silent, if I wanted to use my right to remain silent and not answer this cop's questions, I could, I could easily do that. I could do that legally. But, but it's when he drags me out of the car and beats me and kills me is what I fear. Also, even reaching for my registration and proof of insurance, even reaching for those, I have a spot where I keep them and I feel like it's easily accessible, easy to grab, easy to reach for, but I fear it may look suspicious and cops get very trigger happy if they're not trained well. A lot of cops have not been trained well, and that is another thing I have always feared. And every time, and this has also kind of fed that fear, because every time I have ha ever had an interaction with a cop that had pulled me over for one reason or another, whether it be my fault or it was not my fault at all, my fault at all, which is mostly the case, every interaction I've had with a police officer, even very recently, in the end of July this month, this month, this year, in the end of July, I had an encounter with a cop, 
it was a sour experience. It was, it felt very much like I was wasting their time. I was a burden. I was, you know, my, my needs were not important. I was not important. And, and they, they never respected me. I've never been respected or treated with dignity. Well, you know, just with respect or kindness, kindness, that's the biggest thing. I've never been treated with kindness from a cop. And I don't understand that. I, if, if I was a cop and I pulled a 16 year old kid over because his tail light was out or his license tag was um, not renewed, I, I wouldn't be like, hey kid, you know your, you know your lights out? Yeah, yeah, I know you think, I know you didn't know, but I've heard that before. I, so I know you know, kid. So you're gonna, you're gonna fix that. Here's a, here's a ticket uh, for driving without a light. Pay this ticket, get that light fixed. I don't, I don't wanna hear excuses. Uh, and it's just, I wouldn't do that. I would not do that. I, I would wanna treat, a scared kid uh, of, with with the kindness and just I would be sensitive and just be aware that they could be intimidated by me but reassure them I'm here to help you your taillights out I need you to know that I don't know if you know already or not but I want you to know now so next time you go driving around you'll want to get that fixed okay remember that that's the kind of cop I'd be I'd be a good cop but unfortunately, it's so that's the cop rabbit hole. That's boom, 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 boom. so. Anyways, tying a ribbon on this whole thing. That's what my personal experience has been like. I've been called the N-word. I've been treated discriminatorily, discriminatorily, discriminatively. One of those. I have been treated with disrespect because of how I look. And it's one of the only things that connects me to other black people. And that has always saddened me growing up because I have never felt a connection with the black community. I, I, I never have felt close to it. And I've always have felt a fear and a sense of if I did, if I did meet black people and if I did meet a find a community, they wouldn't they wouldn't want me. They reject me. They they'd see how well they'd see how white I am. Um, quite frankly, they 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 would see right past that, and um, I I feel like they would reject me for it. And I'd be like, brother, you ain't you ain't you ain't black enough. You ain't a negro. You a you you a c word. I don't like saying the c word. That's just me personally. Don't even say the N-word. And another thing, growing up, being asked to have the N-word passed by white kids has been very weird. But um, I've, I've always resonated more with the black, well, sorry, with the white community. I've always grown up resonating and understanding with the whites. And then it seems like the older I've gotten, the blacker I've gotten. That's been interesting to see. I feel I've grown from a, into a completely different person than I was when I was 17. I've got to experience more 
things, more more slices of life, and more just more experiences that I would have if I hadn't spread my wings, if I'll say. And um, it just you gotta push through. You never know what's gonna happen, but god damn it, you gotta push through. For once, I am in a very good place, and for me, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And uh, we'll be talking about that more. We'll, we will be talking about a lot on these upcoming episodes. You know what? Now that we've gotten, what, 33 minutes into this? 33 minutes into this? I, I feel better about this. I feel more excited. I feel like I'm ready. Are, are, are you ready, kids? Um, I feel then. And maybe because it's maybe because it's I'm maybe because it's because I'm very high. Maybe it's because I'm high. And also maybe it's because I'm on a lot of Adderall. Do not misuse drugs. Listen. Listen, 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 listen. I need these. I need these. No, I don't want to hear it. I need these. So, sometimes on these shows, I will be in a different state. And I won't tell you. That's not your business. I don't think you should care or make that a reason to, you know, care or not. I, 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 I don't. So, I will never say if I am or not. You gotta guess. You gotta find out for yourself. And, um... That might be the whole gimmick. Is he high or is he sober? What is he? He's white. Um, so that is what is going to be happening. Not all the time. Not all the time. Not all the time. But when I'm more comfortable with this. And I feel like I am. I feel like I'm getting closer to being okay with this. I'm, I'm okay with this. So... I think we're gonna go, listen, we're gonna go for 25, 40 minutes. That's gonna be the length of my episodes. I don't want them too long. I have a, I have an attention span, but it's not that long. I have memory, I have a great memory, but it's also very short term. And I can't watch something that's super long without getting bored and falling asleep. And I can't watch something too short or I will genuinely get bored and want something longer which will make me want something shorter it's a ridiculous cycle so i feel like a good range is 25 minutes to 40 minutes so that's what we're going to be trying looking at my screen right now we are coming up to the 40 minute mark and you know what i think i'm okay with this one i think i at peace. I, 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 this is the first episode. This is the first episode of the Calixte Project. What is the Calixte Project? It's a project made by a black man in Utah named Calixte, who is the whitest black man in the world, trying to navigate his life in the chaotic jungle that is Utah. That is the uh, description I am going with. That is my podcast summary nobody take that nobody take that i am copywriting that trademarking that you will see that on shirts do not take that 
So that is what we're gonna be doing. All right, so that's the format I like. And uh, when we get more, when I get more traction, we're gonna start doing Q and A's. So we're gonna start doing uh, feedback, um, just reading emails, maybe fan mail, maybe seeing what I get. Um, and we're just gonna we're just gonna grow. We're just gonna branch out as a community, and this is just gonna be a ride for you and me. As an unexperienced, kind of don't know what I'm doing, podcaster. This this might be a journey or this might be a flop. But we'll see which one it is. Hopefully it's not the latter because this is something I'm starting to enjoy. And I hope you are too. And I hope you are too. So with that being said, thank you for listening and tuning in to episode one of the Calixte Project. Next time we will talk about Caveman Trek 2. Um, maybe we'll talk. You know what? Listen. Mmm. Listen. I've decided. I saw a movie recently. And we're going to talk about it. it it's. I'm going to tell you right now. It's a movie on Apple TV about a black cat and a girl. And it is not the movie I thought it was going to be. If you've seen it, cool. I highly recommend you do before you tune in. It's only five hours long, but I recommend you watch that first. Show the animator support because the animation was more on that movie. But you also don't need to see it. And that's up to you. I will leave that up to you. I think I'm going to share my thoughts on that. So with all of that Jibber jabber, um, onomatopoeia. Thank you so much for listening, Night Owls, and hope to see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.